Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. Um, I say special because if you are not tuned in to the uh, Cancun World Dodgeball Championships, what's going on right now, I, you, are, you are just, I don't know, you may not be the best fan of dodgeball out there, but um, I've got Dom with me. Dom, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Hey, everyone. I am Dominic. I am on the USA marketing team, and I'm out here taking... 4,000 pictures in a single day and video. Yeah. So, I mean, if you see, uh, if you see some guy with, uh, glasses and a crazy, you know, camera makeup, I mean, how would you not be known at this point? Like you, you've been covering the competitive dodgeball scene for what over, over a year and a half now, two years. Yeah. Almost, almost two years. Cause this is my, uh, my second now, my second worlds, uh, for WDBF. And I actually like the Argentinian, uh, team, like their coach, the women's team's coach. I met him last year and he wasn't, I think he was coaching the men's last year and now he's coaching the women's and he came up to me and goes, Oh, Hey, how are you doing? So good to see you. You're taking my picture. <laughs> nice. man. I feel like that was like an Italian accent. I meant to do more of a Spanish, but you know, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll forgive you for the accents, but uh, the, the the fact is, like, you you should be well known. I mean, you're getting recognized on an international stage at this point, and the reason the other reason why I say special is because it's like right now, like the most like the pinnacle of competitive dodgeball is happening, right? And and it's really hard to um, at least for me as a podcaster to to stay on top of of things as they're going in quote unquote real time. But I'm doing my best, and I've got. A lot of a lot of uh, credit to give to you for helping me do this. So let let's talk about this. So so right now, what day are we at right now? It's it's Friday. Obviously, it's Friday night. It's uh pretty late. It's nine forty one so, p.m. my time. Where where are we exactly? Well, it's eleven. It's eleven forty one p.m. my time. Cancun time, right? <laughs> Cancun. Well, it's East Coast time. Okay. So we're still on we're still on East Coast time. I'm 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 used to East Coast time. Right. So the the day four just ended. Tomorrow there is going to be, it's day five is tomorrow. We're going to do a little bit more round robin. Uh, the men have the men the U.S. men have two te- two games left. Uh, the women have one, and then they start bracket play. So real quick, I I apologize for all the international listeners if uh, if we seem a lot of if we seem like I don't know Team USA heavy. Uh, we are so so we're, we're gonna be a little bit biased but we'll, we'll do our best to like talk about some of the other countries as well but um man so uh, man I, there's so many stuff i want to dive into and I'm, I'm gonna do my best to stick with the notes um, No, yeah we could we can honestly i was all over the arena and so i've been trying to pay attention to everybody so i i have pretty good knowledge and of how everything's going Right, and when you, when you said you had like four thousand photos, I mean they're not four thousand photos of like Mike McGee and Brenda Kramer, right? Like you have four thousand photos of like other countries, <laughs> right? Well, actually, uh, there's a joke with Glenn, and I hope Glenn listens to this that uh, him and I talked about before Nash uh, before World started, and he said that the, every time I went and photographed the men's team, I just was allowed to take pictures of him, and I was allowed to take pictures of anyone on the women's team. But only him for the men's. Fair. I mean, Glenn, Glenn's pretty <laughs> awesome. So I, I hope there's some some good photos out there. <laughs> there is there is a lot of really good photos. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah. So what happened was uh, WDBF. I guess they just didn't hire a photographer. Whoever didn't ha- hire a photographer for the event, 
And since I was already doing it for USA, Jake asked me, he's like, Hey, do you mind like going around and helping, you know, it'd be great. And I said, you know what, Jake, it's, it's for the good of dodgeball. I'm definitely down to always help do that stuff. So my role basically escalated from just taking pictures of a thousand pictures of Glenn and Mikey <laughs> to taking thousands of pictures for everybody to share to the community. And so everyone has it. And I went ham on taking pictures and I I'm lucky enough to have Jen Woodley with me because she has been, uh, manning the video aspect, which is what I normally do. Um, and so she's been getting me a lot of video footage. I've been switching over to get some video footage as well, but, uh, mostly Jen has been handling it and doing a great job. Oh man. Yeah. Jen is, uh, she's incredible. She, she is definitely the best. She's awesome to play with. I've, I've experienced this firsthand in that classic with, um, the replacements. And, uh, I think, right. If I, if I'm not, if I'm not speaking too soon, she'll be joining us for a recap, right. After all this is said and done, hopefully. I, I think so. I hope so. Yeah. But I, I think she's, no pressure, little, Jen. yeah, I think she's a little, she might be a little intimidated by like, you know, everything, like all the different teams and having to know, all the players, but I think if we get a, if we get her on for a recap to like go over everything, I'm sure she would. And you know, another person you could reach out to too, uh, Tori Thompson's out here as well with his mom. That guy has been haunting my commercials. Um, <laughs> hashtag for the house, uh, Tori. If you're listening, man, it's it's so. I, I actually I had a Thanksgiving moment uh, yesterday. Um, I was like, I know that guy. Like 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 we're watching the Cowboys. Unfortunately, lose to the Bills because they're terrible. I watched that too. Oh, yeah, it was, it was real. Jen, Jen was not happy. Oh, no, I neither was myself or Eli or you know real football fans. But uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I digress. But anyway, like we saw Tori, I was like, I've known this guy for like ten years. It's so cool seeing him show up on my on my on my on my TV feed, and I'm trying to like, explain to my my parents, my uncles, like and, and aunts, and whatever. Like, hey, this I I know this man. Like, this is. This is like this is what is so awesome about the dodgeball community. Is like we're so supportive of what everybody does that um, even in the midst of you know worlds going on and Thanksgiving and stuff, like we we can still take a, a time out and appreciate when one of us actually like gets big, I guess. So, but it's awesome to see Tori. Um, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll have to have him on 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 the recap uh, on recap panel before I get too too far ahead of myself because my God, we have a lot to cover. So, and if you can't tell, I'm really excited. Mostly because, unfortunately, because it was Thanksgiving yesterday, I, I really did not have that much time to catch any any of the streams. But my God, did I see a lot of like shares of, of certain plays and certain highlights? So I, I've got like my laundry list of stuff I want I want to go through. But before we begin, I, I wanted to kind oh, of definitely. I want to kind of rewind back to like day one. So day one, I remember watching the opening ceremonies, and uh, one one of the first things I saw was. Um, this really cool like um like like i don't even know what, like like fan like like the mexican military what was was like performing right did you can you do you remember that at all can you can you speak to that at all a little bit or, or like were you, were you there when this happened so yeah the mayan game uh it's actually a game that the mayans used to play um with a big almost like a dodgeball but this is more like a big rubber like seven pound um like volleyball soccer ball and what they do is they can't use their hands they can use their knees their body to basically get it through this small hole that 
I would say is maybe the size of a basketball hoop and it's, it's elevated. And I actually saw it at the, uh, the Mayan uh, pyramid out, out, uh, oh, I don't know the name of the continent, the, the city was in, but, uh, they actually used to have the captains have like a stick with a bat. Yeah. My pronunciation for stuff is terrible. So it's okay. Uh, and if you hit it in the hole, if you're the captain that hit it in the hole, um, you actually were sacrificed. They cut off your head and you, it, it was an honor. It was an honor for your family and everything like that. So they basically kind of did this whole Mayan culture event where they played the game and someone actually did get it through, um, get it through the, the hole. And it was really cool because everyone was cheering and stuff like that. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully they didn't sacrifice this guy, but I it's it's so crazy. I remember like, <laughs> so I, I don't know what the curriculum is in the for the rest of the of the U.S. But I remember you know being Arizona in the Southwest, like we, I knew about that game. I remember thinking like, because it it was like a rock ball or a spherical ball wrapped in deer skin, and they can only use like their hips, and they had to get these through like these uh these hoops, and it was something that was very uh, specific around the uh, the Wokians. And to see that, like, actually be presented for a dodgeball thing, like, how freaking cool is that? Like, yeah. And then, and then you got like these other cultures too. Like, you you've got the uh, the Hakka, which you know from New Zealand. You know, they're they're getting ready to freaking get go to war. And um, I mean, it's just it's just awesome. And like, I I'm not trying to to diss by any means on what happened last year, but like last year, you know, it's in the states, it's in L.A., it's got the Hollywood production, but. My my goodness, am I am I really excited to see like an infusion of culture and dodgeball coming together? Like how how freaking cool has that been? Um, earlier yeah, when I it said was, it was really cool. Yeah, and like uh, earlier when I said to to the military because we, we kind of sidetracked into just straight into the Mayan game, which is probably the most most impressive thing out there. But um, how cool is that, man? Like 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 seeing like another country's military come in, play the bugle play their play their anthem play everything and then and just get charged up like, i i wish i was there but like but how, how did opening day feel for you overall like what was your like biggest takeaway coming it, from that it was it was i i thought it was really cool how they they did it so they actually started the cultural display with like music and dancing and like um almost like blessing the crowd um because they had like smoke and people were like walking around like um you know, pushing the smoke onto people. And I think it's a form of good luck. Frankincense, I think. Why or... that's ha- Yeah, something like that. And then right. why it's happening, you see a military truck pull up and the, like, guys with huge guns getting off of the trucks. And then you see guys also with drums, like, walking into the venue and you're like, what is going on? And then once the, once the outside ceremony ended... We went inside and everyone was lining up and then they start the, the military starts playing the drums and like doing these, this great like music that they, uh, with like trumpets and the drums. And it was, it was really cool to see. And then the, uh, they, the way they reveal their flag and they present the flag is so much different. Like they have it in like a black case, they roll it out for the anthem then they seal it back up and, put it away and i was just like this is just so cool to see how a different country's military is presented because you know us in the united states we're so used to seeing it done certain ways 
you know, with the NFL and, you know, color guard at football games and that sort of thing. And so seeing the way Mexico does it, it was really fascinating. Yeah. What, what a treat, man. Like, again, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna say it's like three or four more times. I'm, I'm so bummed. I couldn't make it, but like, (laughs) this makes me want to go to the next one in, in, in Gasto or Glasto, Glasto. I, I, Probably yeah, it's in uh, it's in Scotland. Yeah, I this makes me want to go that much more, just because like, yes, you're gonna get treated to some amazing dodgeball, but at the same time, you have a chance to like interact with other other nations and other cultures. And in my interview with uh with Henry Skinner, like I talking to him, I was like, you know what, we're, we're and this is I'm trying not to sound like an infomercial or like not a, like an after school special. Like we're not so different after all. Like they went through the same pain points that the U.S. does when it comes to dodgeball. So there's there's like a lot of sure. like like consistencies and a lot of stuff that we, we share together, but then to infuse that with their culture and their history again, what a treat, man. And I, I I probably could have a whole dodgeball episode about this, but, um, let's, uh, we, you, honestly, we, we probably could because I feel the same way, right. You know, um, and even, even look at Canada, Canada just merged their WDA and the WDBF groups into one how freaking huge is that and like for for those it's of you huge. that it's huge right like and we want god, my god do we want that on the u.s side like ooh, I, i'm trying to hold my tongue because uh yeah. wda wdbf like, yeah we mm. won't get into that but 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 like you said like there's a lot of positive that i'm seeing a lot of forward direction that i'm that i'm noticing that yes, i hope definitely. continues but um yeah i mean another time and, and with with since we were talking since we were talking about scotland and and uh the uk let's let's talk about uh the team themselves for coming out to their very first uh wdbf yeah so so the the first note that i have and this is probably where i'm going to lean on you a lot because of what i've missed and i'm playing catch up and i hate to admit that but that's just the way it is when you know thanksgiving family how, however it is um talking to henry skinner again thank you so, so much sergio leon for for connecting me with Henry and thank you so much Henry if you're listening for for being willing to come on but like I it was so cool watching how they've evolved game by game or match by match like they they unfortunately they got shut down by Team USA but what I'm noticing is like they're getting better and better with each single game have have you had a chance to to watch them play at all of course because they actually asked um they actually asked for some photos for their social media nice and i told them no problem i went and made sure i got them some good photos so that they could have some for their social media because you know not every team like let me tell you this i'm I'm gonna talk about this real quick social media stuff norway canada australia and malaysia all have crews let me tell you, Norway has like, they had a guy with a boom mic, a full camera, a little mini camera. I'm like, I need this kind of crew. I'm like, holy cow, this is amazing. And um, Canada, obviously, I love the guy who does their social media. And uh, the Malaysian um, photographer is really great. So like seeing all these people and uh, produce and know that they're going to get this content out there in their countries is just amazing to me. And, you know, Great Britain probably, they couldn't bring somebody. Argentina didn't bring anybody. Norway didn't, or Great Britain, Italy, Argentina. None of them brought, like, people to take photos and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm more than willing to give you guys photos for your social media. 
Nice. And, you know, Great Britain, they are mostly cloth. These guys didn't touch foam until we did the Atlantic Cup. What was that, a few months ago? That's legit what Henry said. It's like they, they cloth has been their game, and then very recently did they finally start to touch or adapt to foam. So, yeah. And, and this team is basically uh, Ian, uh, one of my friends in New York, who he actually he's actually here, and he didn't realize this, that he actually is a ball shagger. They made him a ball shagger, and he had no idea. He didn't bring knee pads, anything. And so he's running around chasing balls. He had no idea. I'm like, well, at least you got your cardio for your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they've actually – they've been getting – like the scores – a lot of these scores, like if you look at these scores, like you see what you see on paper or what you see on like Instagram posts or Facebook, you see like a high score, but you don't see is the really close games that come down to like a 1v1 or 3v1 or 2v1. You miss that. And you just see, if you just see the numbers, you're missing the crazy action that went in between those games. Um, I believe I was watching Great Britain play Hong Kong. And uh, let me pull up what that score was. They lost, they lost six to ten. And that game was really close. Like, I think it was a battle. They didn't. Yeah, like, and if you look, and, and two, they had Australia, six to seven. Like, those are those were close games and Australia is not a easy team. No, I believe I... they're ranked fourth. I believe Hold on, let me check the, yeah, Australia is ranked fourth with the men's. And so for them to have that close of a game shows how far they're coming in such a short period of time. And, um, the Argentinian women, um, it was actually their first time being at, uh, worlds this year. And I was talking to the coach, and he told me three of the girls on their team, guess when they started playing dodgeball? Like last month? Seven days ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he literally taught wow. them the rules while they were there. Wow. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just – it's so great to see that, like, it's expanding, you know? Each yeah. team – the teams are all getting better, whether the – whether the results show it or not, like I've seen it and watching these teams play, they're just, they're getting better. Like you said, with great Britain, they, they got better. They got better. They have, they're getting used to it. They're understanding how it works differently. And you know, they're improving. They are. And it, it just, it, it just makes me think about like, what, what are they going to look like next year? And, and, and I, I know we're going to probably talk to Henry some more uh, as you know, 2020 progresses and, and whatnot and find out, you know, what, what were your takeaways from worlds, but, you know, before we get too ahead of ourselves on assuming, you know, how it's going to end. Um, Cause we still have got like what, two days left before uh, we find out who, who takes this. Um, I'm trying yeah, so hard. So not tomorrow to let... will be the, the bracket play to see who plays on Sunday. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. No, oh, man. Um, well, I do have, I, I, I do want to talk about that later, but let's, uh, let's kind of stay somewhat linear yeah. and, and I'm not telling you, I'm telling myself this, like, come down, Steve. <laughs> but let's talk about like, okay, out of the gates, man. So USA women, like I just assumed oh. and I've, I've seen just some domination. Like, am I wrong? Like, like, Oh what, no. What? Oh no. Right? Let me tell you, 
let me tell you something about these women. Holy cow. Holy cow. The men and the women are they're like a freight train that can't that doesn't seem to be stopping. Like they're just working so diligently together and the way that they're strategizing and the rotation of the players has been really really good and it's been it's been great to watch seeing this talent on here like i'm gonna give a big shout out and i hope she listens to brenda oh my god holy cow watching her on the court was the most amazing thing i saw today but throughout the whole thing like watching the these the, the women alone not even just talking about the men but watching the women play fantastic Fantastic. I would put any single one of them. If someone said, oh, hey, we're making a super team. I'd be like, pick one of the women. They're amazing. Pick them up. I, uh, oh, man. So watching, again, I hate to admit this, but I'm a little I'm a little late to this whole scene. But seeing my Facebook feed light up with Brenda and, and, and the 4v1, I was like, oh, oh, my goodness. Okay, obviously something really crazy happened. But then I'm also thinking, well, of course it did because it's it's Brenda Kramer. Like, I would not expect anything less. Yeah, totally. I watched this after the fact. I, I knew how it would play out because obviously we're talking about it because she won. I watched this, and I'm yelling at my laptop. I'm, like, literally, like, punching myself because <laughs> I'm so excited with what I just saw. And like I got legit goosebumps, and I remember there, there's a there's a post that I think Ketchum did, showing you know uh, Eric Stone's forearm with legit goosebumps, and I'm like I'm trying not to get oh, yeah. super, I'm trying not to get really hyped right now just thinking about it. Like my God, no, we we all went we all went crazy, and you know what's oh, funny man. is I had just talked with Jake, and Jake wanted me to get the crowd pumped up and like get pictures and video of them cheering. And I was trying to, I got the guy's attention. I'm like, come on guys, cheer, cheer, cheer. And it was right when Brenda started her 4v1. And Vince kind of like waved me off. He's like, ah, 4v1, probably not the best time. Then all of a sudden, Brenda goes, ham, and the guys went nuts. And I was like, well, guess I got my photos and my video. And watching her just like go, I and Brittany um, explained, she's like, because Brenda went over to her, she's like, wait, who do I go first? And Brent, uh, Brittany said she was screaming. She goes, go three, boom, hits the third person. Go one, boom, hits one. And she just went ham. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like I watched the most amazing plays. And watching her do that 4v1 was definitely one of the highlights. The, that and her self-high five. This is something that's going to be talked about, I hope, for, for, for years. Like, like when we're 50, 60, you know. We're gonna talk back, you know, like, like the the athletes back in the old days in the fifties, talking about like like the football greats, or whatever. Like, I, I hope that <laughs> this is one of the plays that yeah, we'll definitely. see. And like, you just see like Brenda, like, okay, four v one. I'm not scared. She just unloads on the first person, takes her out, and then she gets. She, it's like three for three, just bam, 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 and then then she has a little dance with like the last yep. person. Sorry for the, for whoever's listening. If you're the last person, be like, what do you what do you do about that? Like, how do you stop this beast? Like, you just can't do it, man. Uh, it's such such an awesome thing yeah, to, to watch and keep watching. Insane. Oh man, Brenda, I love you. Oh um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, so this, that's one of the things I want to talk about. Um, I wanted to to talk about also just the fact that, and thank you so much for 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 kind of 
taking over the the Wallace Day Instagram because like you're showing me and whoever watches our channel like a, just like a perfect or different like unique angle. But Argentina, men's and women's, just being freaking awesome, like super hyped, chanting, partying, like they just seem like they're really in it for a good time. Like, can you can you comment on that a little bit? Oh yeah, art. Yeah, so Argentina, Argentina is one of my favorite teams to watch. Not just because like they're new and they're growing, but because they play with such passion and such heart. Like I watched um, today. I watched because um, I knew they told me that they weren't going to be playing tomorrow. So I actually skipped the end of the men's Canada uh, U.S. game to go finish watching Argentina play Italy because I knew they weren't going to play tomorrow. So I wasn't going to get another chance and they ended up beating Italy and the, the girls were crying because they won and the guys were cheering. I ended up posting the video of them like cheering and going crazy. And like, they, they just, they, they literally, they won. I think that was the game for um, who was like, Oh, let me see who, let me, let me see how many games they played. That was the one game they won. And Italy also, they, it was, you know, they hadn't won a game and they, they wanted to win that game. And it was five to nine. And each game was super, super close. I watched a couple, uh, you know, one of the, the girls had no blocking in, uh, in like an end of the half game. And like, it was, it was back and forth, back and forth. And they just, they left it all out on the court. They had fun with it. And it was, I actually got them in trouble with their coach uh -oh. because I was taking pictures of them and they were about to start the second half and they yelled, he yelled at them. He goes, ignore the photographer. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I, I like, I went away until I, I came back at the end of the game, but nice. you're like, uh, it, like it was just like, just seeing the passion and the love yeah. and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Outside element. Yep. But they had so much fun. And you know what? They played tough against Mexico. They lost nine to five, but they that game was closer than the score. Yeah, I mean, so like, like we can talk about every every recap we had with Elite, you know, the single bracket will show four to one or four to two. And like yeah. it may seem like it's a blowout if you look at it on, on paper, but if you actually watch what's going on, it's it's a freaking battle every single time. So the, these countries that are yeah. that are relatively new or, or are still trying to figure themselves out, like they, they are putting up a fight and they're, they're actually evolving as the days go. So it's really going to make for like bracket play to, to be really exciting. And one thing I wanted to say that, that I've noticed uh, just from my observations is Team Mexico is looking really good, both men's and women's. Um, have you had a chance to watch them at all this weekend? I did. I actually, I watched their first sets of games and I, and I was taking pictures for them and I actually have them in my notes to talk about um, when Canada played Mexico. Um, you know, they had, they had quite a few three V ones and then um, they had a three on one versus Wu on, um, on Canada. And he, he is just, Wu is just a phenomenal player. And, the coaches were telling the team, the guys, you got to throw together on him. You can't, you can't, you can't solo him. You can't solo him. He's going to pick you off one by one. And he did, but it was, each game was so close with 1v1, 3v1. Like last night, it was, um, 
uh, who did Mexico play last night? I don't remember who they played, but I remember seeing and watching. We were at uh, Bubba Gum Shrimps eating uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I see Andy on there, and he's on a one v one. And every time I looked up, it, it felt like he was in another one v one in the last plays. And I'm just like, dude, stop. Why did you have to keep being 1v1? Like, I thought I was watching the same piece over and over again. It was crazy. And, this and is, you know, the score the scores never dictated. And this is Annie Mer- Mariquin, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to talk about 1v1, Tony. So, so, so again, in case you're if, – if we didn't establish this previously, this is Friday night. It's 10 p.m. Uh, Central Time – or, excuse me, 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time um, – and the most recent game that I had seen was Team Mexico against Team USA and Tony Sanchez, man. Yes. My God, did, did he? No offense to anybody else on, oh, on Team Mexico, but he put them on their on, on his back. I saw some great yeah, stuff from did. Tony, and and shout out to to Tony, and and you know obviously I want Team USA to win, but also there's a lot of kids in, or a lot of kids, a lot of players in Team Mexico that I'm rooting for because we play in Cactus League together. Well, we know each other from all, oh, of being on the West Coast. So it's like, man, I it's really hard to root against Team Mexico because I want them to do well again. But at the same time, Team USA has to win. But Tony Sanchez, man, like let's let's give him a shout out for a second because he, he looked phenomenal out there today, tonight. Oh yeah, they, the the men's team was, you know, you you look at it this way: we play with these guys. They play in they live in Arizona, some of them, and it's basically what it comes down to is it's an elite team versus an elite team. Yeah. Essentially. That's how I look at it. It just happens to be that the elite team has more West coast players on the USA side or, you know, stronger guns or whatever, but don't discredit the Mexico team because these guys put up a fight and he was, he was catching and throwing like crazy and getting people out. I'm like, dude, I'm tired watching you. Yeah, and he's still there. Like, <laughs> like oh, it's <laughs> crappy. I get Tony out again, and you know he's yeah. taking, like he's taking out Vince. Like he's taking out there know, was... Eli. Like he's he's fighting, man. It's it's awesome to watch. Yeah. So watching a lot of um, players, I saw there was there was quite a few that like oh this guy's still in like on Team Australia, Watson, who I believe is uh, the captain of Australia. He was always in last he always was like battling and getting people out and people like tony and andy just sitting there staying in and battling i was just like man then eli let me tell you about eli and his like amazingness he when he played against canada he had a pop-up catch off of his toe off of his toe I was like, holy cow. And he not only went up against a veteran, he went up against the captain of Team Canada, 1v1, and won. Oh, my God. That was (laughs) – you want want, again – That's like (laughs) – Again, talk about – No, no, talk about like knowing how it ends, and I'm watching this to catch up, and I'm still yelling at the screen – like my God, what a freaking battle! That they went one on one for like what ten minutes, five like. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a it was a while, and I was like, holy cow! 
I got tired just watching him. And then right after that, Nate went 1v1 against uh, Rachin, R-A-R-C-H-A-I-N or something like that. And I was just like, guys, you guys are you guys are doing these battles 1v1. I, uh, watching Eli, um, he, um, I want to say, I, oh, Xander, like, like, so too many, too many thoughts at once. So like when you watch like an elite team play, like they'll, they'll get, they'll get shaggers. They'll get people that are like kind of helping out when I'm watching these games. Like there is a strategy even amongst the shaggers. And I remember one time, like I was talking to Katie uh, Sanchez about this, like what's the next evolution in dodgeball? Is it coaching? Is it play calling? Is it, uh, you know, what, what's going to be one, one thing I, f- I feel to this day is still kind of overlooked is retrievers because the, they will time when they throw the ball back into the game perfectly. And you're watching Xander, right? I remember Xander, like, in the middle of that one V one, he like dove, like he sacrificed his body to get one ball back to Eli. Do you remember that at all? Like, does that sound familiar at all? Yeah. Him, him and Matt Levine were both like hustling hard to make sure. So Matt Levine and Xander, the third person is, uh, shagging. They're busting their butt trying to get the balls to the people. And then it's crystal, uh, Joanna, Joanna, and I don't know who the third shagger is for the for the women's scene, but like they're they're making sure the ball's there, they're ready to go, and they basically like like I remember I think it was Xander was feeding Nate the ball, like literally feeding him the balls, and he just he was just going off. Either that or it was Andrew Ketchum because they just they handed him a ball flung it hand him a ball flung it i was like holy cow it's like it's like watching like one of those cartoons where the pitcher and the arm just keeps going <laughs> i think it's but it's it's also like okay so you know it, it's it's fourth down and whatever you know the it, the clock is done there's one second left and you get like a 40 yard field goal to hit and every all the eyes are on the kicker right yeah. How important though is the holder's job? You know, like laces, laces out. Laces out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but and I feel like that person never gets like credited or blamed. You know, for good or for bad, they always just like look at the kicker, like, oh, you know, this kicker sucks or this kicker's fantastic. Like, how important though is it is it the job to actually hold the freaking football in a perfect way and trust that you're you're not going to get your finger kicked the crap out of. You know what I mean? But yep. so where I'm going with that is like with the retrievers and the shaggers, like that is just as important because every single time I saw Elijah hold his hand out for a ball, a ball was there for him. And like, again, I, I was only watching yeah. what I know. I, I only saw Xander, but like Xander was hustling his butt off to make sure that he was reloading oh, yeah. the cannon. He was feeding the beast, you know? And like, I, uh, I, I will say the shagger retriever, whatever you want to call him is the offensive line in football turns because they don't get the recognition, but they are so important and so needed. It's not even funny. No, they, they are. It really is. I mean, like you can be a crap shagger, you know, you can get the ball long after the fact that the player gets hit or you can like retrieve a ball and, and get in the, that guy's field of vision, you know, you can get in his way and you can get him out as a result. But like shaggers are super important. Like, 
there is such a thing, I guess, now that we can say like the seventh man or woman on the court, and that is the Shagger. And mad props to, to Matt and, and Xander. And uh, I, I, we're leaving people out just because I'm sorry I haven't seen you, but like, please continue to feed these cannons. Like, you guys are part of the reason why they're going to win. So, I, yeah, I yeah, just. And, and you know yeah. what? Sticking, sticking with people like Xander, Matt Levine, Jeff, and Eli, like, these guys are the future and watching um watching these guys on the court with like the veterans like vince and glenn i'm just like wow like i'm literally watching the future like almost transition like i'm watching like these guys who are essentially legends to most dodgeball players they're like oh my god vince marchbanks like i've only heard of him like i've seen him or glenn who's been around the world and it's like, wow, like this is Glenn, this is Andrew Ketchum. And now these young guys like Eli and Jeff, who got and Mikey got so many years left in them, they're now taking center stage on the court. Because look who we're talking about. We're not talking about Andrew Ketchum that much. We're not talking about Vince or Glenn. We're talking about Jeff and Eli and what these young guys are doing for the USA team. It's incredible. It's incredible to see everything. Yeah, the future looks bright, and I um, I cannot wait until I have some time to actually talk about the young, the young guns OG panel, right? Or the young guy. I guess that doesn't really make sense. The young guns panel to to talk about like what, because like, and, and this is kind of talked about in the Team USA versus Team Mexico game. Like, I think they said um, there there there's a division. You're either under thirty or you're over thirty. Like there is no like in between. You're either like super young or I hate to say it, but like in dodgeball terms, you're super old. But it's working and it's working really well. And it, it almost reminds me of like a like the good old like squire system. You know, like you have these knights that are legendary and super good, like Vince and and Ketchum and and Stone and and Spacer. But then you have like these young guns that are coming up that are just like kind of learning from the old from the older players, but they're also yeah coning in their own skills and they're doing so dang good like i want to talk about like jeff um baby jeff like force throwing a canadian player out of bounds did, did you see that by chance like i guess he had I such a good not. fake i think i think i was watching the other um game but i did not see it um but i would have loved to have seen that yeah i mean it's, it's just almost the like the 1v1 type thing where you know, we see at Elite where you're doing showdown and all of a sudden, you know, you get pump fake, you're going back and you get step out of bounds. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> like, I guess yeah. you win. But it's, it's, again, it's one thing to like to do that to somebody that you see, you know, three times a year in regionals or Elite, but another person from another country. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, like just just get it, Jeff. One other thing I want to talk about, since we're on on the topic of, of young guns, Mikey's catch against Australia. Oh, can we talk my about God. that for a second? Yeah. Can we Let talk me about? Tell you. So before that game, because they were down, we were down. I don't know if you watched this. Hold on, let me pull up my notes for this. All right. Um, so we were down five to two or five to three, and we came back. We came back from being down, forced a four-minute overtime, and then Mikey has this sick catch. Now, when we now remember, I was taking pictures, so I have a different lens on my camera. When they went to the overtime, I switched. I switched lens 
to my filming lens for video. And I saw Mikey in the corner. I'm like, you know what? Something tells me to zoom out. I zoomed out. I have a close-up <laughs> of that catch of Mikey's. Oh and my let God, me tell please. you, everyone's like, it hit the ground. It hit the ground. I said, it did not hit the ground. You can watch this in slow-mo. I showed it to like 20 people. It was insane. You know how Mikey, I don't know. I play in the East with Mikey. So Mikey's always making these crazy catches. Like, I, insane. He jumped up, caught it between his calves, and then took the other ball. And as he's landing, secures it in between his legs to make the catch. Everyone went bananas. Yeah. And I... let's give credit to Brianna London. The same thing in a different game. She caught it right between her legs. I was like, what is up with these calf catches? How, how, how awesome do you have to be to be airborne? Feel the ball like, like you caught it, like, like your body, whether, whether you meant to or not, you caught it, but then you make the conscientious choice, the decision to transfer that to your hands so that you can secure that catch in the middle. Like you have split seconds to make this choice, right? And you're doing this in like the most like incredible competitive environment, like watching Mike McGee do that. And then, and then watching like all of Team USA just lose their minds. And then listening to, to Jake Mason saying, Mike McGee, Mike McGee. Like, he doesn't know what to say. All he can do is just yell Mike McGee like 40 <laughs> times over. Like, that's so incredible. That's so incredible. Like, I, I just, I, I watched, again, after, I hate Jake, to say this, Jake after the fact. Actually, Jake came. Go ahead. He came running down. I remember that. He came running yeah. down afterwards. After everything was all said, he finished his commentary. He came running down. He goes, oh, my God. <laughs> it was amazing. It's freaking incredible. And I, I apologize if you're listening to this because I, I opened up this episode with that soundbite because I, I had to. Like th That is the energy and the, the intensity that, that's going on right now. But also, like that's... I don't want to say like it's par for the course, but like that's what you expect to see from this level of competition. Um, speaking of like Jake screaming, so I, I think it was uh, Team Canada, uh, Panay or, or Panette, she had this like crazy like layout for that catch where she just like um, it, it was it was a catch where like most people would just like give up, like there's there's no way I'm gonna catch this, and then she just like spreads out and and tips it up with her right hand and then somehow gets the catch did you get a chance to see that by chance or i, I think it's karen biron b-i-r-o-n she was on fire catching things today is it is she this had, i think i think that's who it is i num number 15 on. on canada wait hold on number 15 uh, i don't have numbers I'm pretty sure oh, there's Mackenzie. There's Mackenzie Pinette. I don't know if I saw that one. Okay, that's the one. So like, she's in the corner. She's all by herself, and then she's got three uh, girls lining up, just freaking ex executor firing squad style. And then uh, she she like I don't know like side weaves you know one ball going through her head. One one ball hits, and then she just like just straight up lofts for this one. She does not give oh, up wow. at all. I, I will say there there's been some really amazing catches overall in this tournament and not, not like crazy, crazy. Like these catches are insane. I actually took pictures of team Canada, a player jumped over somebody to 
pop the ball back into play to be caught. And um, the girl, um, Corinne uh, Barron, who's on Team Canada, she was playing. She was in beast mode, and it was during the Australian game. She caught four in a row, essentially four plays towards her. She caught four catches, two of them in the same game. It was insane. And then um, give a shout-out to my friend Lynn, who – she was playing, I want to say it was versus Team USA, and it was the last game. The ball, like, ricochets off of her, and she dove to catch it. And then myself and the photographers all gathered after the thing, after the game, to talk which one of us got the picture because we were all so <laughs> excited. Like, who got this? So, yeah, and, and for me, the ball retriever was in my way, so I got a picture of uh, Lynn's feet and the ball retriever's butt. And I'm like, no, you blocked my shot right when I was getting it. <laughs> uh, but the Hong Kong photographer got it. And so it was great. It was great that like you see three camera guys all talking about who got this like, amazing, you know, catch on on film. Oh, man. And, and that's, that's like the coolest thing right now. It's like like we, we are still trying to promote dodgeball. We're still trying to like. But, you know, like, this isn't, like, multiple networks trying to fight for who got the best shot just so they can go on their page. Like, we're all trying to capture this magic that's happening. And, like, we're talking about, like, you know, a couple of plays here and there. But, like, I guarantee you, man, for every play that we are talking about, there's, like, there's had to have been, like, at least 10 or 15 more phenomenal plays that we just unfortunately don't know about because that's what's happening at this caliber level of play. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, like, it's no diss on those that, you know, we didn't mention because again, like I said, for every one, there's probably ten phenomenal plays. But like, we're just trying to capture what we can. But the beauty is that we're trying. And like, listening to the um, the commentary w- between Bill and uh, and Jake, trying to promote and produce and capture this amazing content that's happening. Like, this is exactly what we need. And so, like, when we see stuff like, uh. I, I the like world saying, hey, we are now the number one trending sport on Twitch. How freaking cool is that to see? Like, it's also like dog. Like, I I didn't know that until. Yeah, I didn't actually know that until I got back, and I was like, holy cow, that is so cool. Right, like this is this is what people are watching, and like watching the live feed, because uh, I was able to to watch this on my. In my, in my TV in my office and I'm, I'm watching like all these comments like not once did I see oh if you can dodge fire you know if you can dodge a wrench or whatever you know dip, dive, dive, dodge whatever the, the crap you know that we always hear I hear like wait these guys aren't playing for money like like the, there isn't a prize and, and so I said <laughs> the prize is pride like but just seeing yeah. that like just seeing people who like have nothing to do with dodgeball slowly adapt to this this is incredible and um one of the things I wanted to talk about before I, I get too off track talking about uh, other other teams and whatnot and, and highlights is uh, Julie McLaurin, 5v1 against Italy. What the yeah, heck, I don't man? Think I don't think I saw that. But I, I mean, she just like, like, like I'm, I'm going to kind of watch this as, as I'm talking about just bam, one gets a ball or backpedals. Cox back, bam, two, like, like just, she just murdered Italy. <laughs> like, I, 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 sorry, Italy, if you're listening, but she just made short work of this team. And, oh, yeah. And this, this is, this, uh, go ahead. 
I was going to say that some of the, the 4v1s where the people were coming down and fighting, it was insane. No, and, and like, I, I'm sorry if I have some ADD, but like, we're, we're talking about like what some of the other plays that happened, you know, in the last couple of days. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I'm sad. I'm, I'm sad I missed that one. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to miss such great dodgeball, but like, somebody decided to uh, capture this on Twitch and, and cut it and, and repost it. So that way, us and like, you know, 1,500 other people can see this stuff. And it's just like, I mean, man. I remember being in many situations where I'm five v one. I've had one successful five v one in my entire career, but that was not, you know, that was that was NDL. That was not World Dodgeball Championships. You know, what I mean, like, like, yeah, like this that, isn't the best in the world. That uh, is, this is just like local people. Yeah, this is an incredible feat. So, yeah, I, it, it's it's hard not to, to to veer off into all the things i want to talk about man like trying trying to keep this into like some kind of linear format but just like i can't imagine what it's like to be you to be honest like to, to be there on, on the ground floor to watch all these teams get hyped get stretched out get 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 ready to play some dodgeball to, to be there like i'm getting excited just talking about it and this is after the fact so like yeah, what an what an incredible experience this has been, and, and and to be able to like you know be a part of a, a social media network where a lot of my friends were all hyped about this, you know, like like right now, you know, the the the, the tradition used to be, oh, are the U of A Wildcats going to beat the ASU Sun Devils for football? You know, like that was like the sports <laughs> thing. Now it's dodgeball, man. Like this is uh, this is just so cool, and, and I. I don't know if I sound out of character with how hyped I sound, but like this is this is it, it, it's incredible to watch. Um, I want to say one more thing. Um, I, I I do want to uh, appreciate uh, Will Duck because uh, I I guess uh, this is when Mike McGee made his miraculous catch and he brought in Ketchum and they just like you know took took the lead or took the win against Australia. Andrew Ketchum said, "Hey, thank you everyone for sending that spirit bomb." And then Will Duke like made this really hilarious like post with this like little creature showing like chanting magic to keep doing that. And uh, you know if you're listening to this now, keep doing that. Like keep sending your spirit bombs to Cancun, I guess, because it's something's happening, man. It, it, this just feels <laughs> so very magical. Like like I again, I am very 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 obviously. I will say. Oh, go ahead. Well, on the spirit bomb thing, I will say um, Vince and the guys every time the game is over they actually turn to the crowd and applaud the crowd for cheering for them that's awesome and i actually have never seen anyone do that other than here and maybe college football when you go to your you know your student section and you like wave to them or you do the alma, alma mater um you know song with them at the end of the game so watching vince like teach these guys to respect the crowd and thank the crowd is probably one of the greatest things i've seen in dodgeball ever that yeah i i haven't seen that on, on the on the feeds but that's 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 solid man like it's as great as this is like we still need people to buy in and and that's why you know going back to my comment about this being the number one training support on twitch there are so many reposts of this stuff on facebook showing what real dodgeball looks like like we have to applaud the audience. Any anytime somebody outside of our dodgeball network takes appreciation or interest in what we're doing, like that that has to be shared. And uh, 
Vince Vince gets it, man. Like he for someone who has had totally. the amount of um exposure um and, and and you know coverage and other media outlets as he has, like he gets it. Like and that that's really cool. Like that that's kind of one of those like, hey, don't forget to support those who support us. Like that that's awesome, yep. man. That is cool to see. And I I, I actually I, I had a lot of respect for him for doing that and watch him do that and like 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 him watching him get the guys and they've never done that before so like watching them because you know a lot of these people they they're just friends of family like tory came out i had no idea tory was coming out That's he's so not cool. refing he came to come watch and there's a few other people who who came out as well um ashley cook's parents are out there um lauren hoffman's family's out there uh, I think uh, Stephen Ketchum, Andrew Ketchum's brother, is there. I, yep. I, I think he's there's, there's so like, many, Yeah. There's so many that maybe that's who the other the third person is because I don't know who the third person is. I was oh, like, I don't yeah. know you. My bad. That that's me. Thirty minutes ago. My bad. That was that was him. Uh, that's definitely Stephen. Yeah. Ketchum. Okay. So yeah, that's that's his. And you know what's even better? All of the sh- the ball retrievers and shaggers, they're also warming up with the team. And I said Matt to Matt Levine, I said, Matt Levine, you know, in one day, this is going to be you in a uniform. Oh, he knows it, man. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. And, you know, the, the guys like Vince and Glenn, they know, you know, they can't, they're not going to do this forever. And I really think that they're doing their best to help mold the future. You know, and Drew, too. Drew, Drew Gio, like, I was talking to him and, like, watching him, like, side by side with his brother and he's played with matt before but playing with like jeff like i really think that's really special for them and you know drew hasn't been playing as much i found out today his uh he feels like he's he hurt his shoulder and so he's not sure how 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 well he's gonna throw but you know just knowing that these guys are you know taking the time to teach these guys all this stuff is fascinating it's great it's so so great yeah, I was gonna say it's so cool to see and like, like how cool would it be to to play on the world stage with like your your sibling, like your younger brother or your older brother? How cool would that be? And you're talking about like people coming down just it would to be watch, so cool. right? Yeah, and, and you're talking about like people who are um, coming down to watch. How about the refs, man? Like, like obviously, I only know Joseph Colella and um, Kate Murphy, right? like freaking applause to them and, and anybody yeah. else is actually refing because like oof, man refing elite dodgeball that could be stressful but like refing this on the world stage whole nother level but it's it seems like uh from yeah. what i've seen not it's not, not it's it, it's not it's not fun i i like refing i it's 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 fun for me but at the same time it, it's really hard because like sometimes i have to just have to be like the like the line in the sand, like, "Hey, I know you're my friend, but you suck. You're out. Like, get out of here." Like, and, and you have to just like forget for a second. Oh, it, you know what I mean? On yeah, a world, for me, refing stresses me out. Uh, it stresses uh, me out, especially at a world's because the stakes are so high. It's not, it's not elite. It's not like Nash. This is worlds. It means so much more to so many people. People have invested so much money to travel to different countries. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, Not me. And that's what I'm I was, sorry. I'll take pictures. And that's where I was going. I was like, <laughs> I like I, I can handle and and I thank you thank you, Joseph, if you're listening for inviting me, for thinking of me, for for thinking I would be worthy to ref on the world stage. 
I think I could handle it, but at the same time, I'm glad I don't have to. Like, I'm glad I wasn't able to do it this year because, my God, the stress of that. And then, and then, obviously, I'm very USA biased. You know what I mean? Like, I, how could I... Like, I just want to watch at this point. Like, I, I don't want to be the guy that has to you know, make the calls and stuff. But but kudos to those of you guys that are that are doing it and being willing to, to be a part of that. Because, uh, man, refing already on a local level is hard enough. On an international scene, oh, man. No, thank you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's been... Uh, it, it, it's been a production. Um, in, in the words of Jake Mason, and everything he does has been a production. Obviously, this is uh, Mexico's turn to show the world what, I guess, professional international dodgeball could look like. And it, it's good to see, in my opinion, and you may agree with me or you may not, it's good to see that this is a good build off of last year. And I, I cannot even think about how awesome next year is going to be. Good build and like like how it's grown how there's more teams just the consistency like th- this is still like like last year like it was it felt like i was watching like 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 the playoffs i was i felt like i was watching college football or you know or the, or you know professional football and like tonight you know earlier popped up the, the twitch stream on on my on my on my tv yeah. And I was yelling at the screen, like I would yell at my Cowboys, who are terrible. But you know, still that so much enthusiastic about dodgeball, like it, it, like it's really cool to be able to be a part of that and, and experience this um, for dodgeball of all things. Like, like I'm treating it like an like a conventional sport, in other words. So, yeah. Oh, I get that. I I wasn't sure exactly what you were saying in the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah. wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, the growth of the like the live streaming and all that. It's fantastic for the sport and, you know, having the live stream last year and having the live stream this year, it's so great. Like I was, I was honestly, I was a little worried in the beginning. I was like, uh, the internet is really spotty out here. I hope the live stream's good enough. And like having everybody able to watch it and see everything, it's great. It really is. It is. And, um, man, this is, uh, we're not even in, in quote unquote, quote unquote, uh, playoffs yet or bracket yet. Like it's, no, that's tomorrow. It's going to get crazier. So yeah. And uh, you know, with the bracket play, you know, the, the top, uh, eight men's teams and the top, uh, four women's, which I think the women's are pretty much set. Uh, let me take a look at my scores here. Uh, right now it's U.S. one, Canada two, Australia three, Malaysia four. Oh man! Uh, let me see who plays tomorrow. Let's see if any of those teams play. Oh. Otherwise, are are we gonna get to see uh, Team USA against Malaysia tomorrow? Uh, the men play Malaysia and the women play Australia. Oh, yeah. So those are. Those are going to be two great games. That's going to be fun to watch. Oh my gosh, man. Oh yeah. Be pumped for those. So the women's team currently is undefeated. Uh, they hold a tiebreaker over Canada. Um, and so they're going to, they're going to play Australia. Even if they lose to Australia, they should be number one seed. That's awesome. Because Canada plays Hong Kong tomorrow. The women's Canada plays Hong Kong. And then it's just men's left. And for the men's rankings, currently the U.S. is second. 
uh, Malaysia's one, Canada three, Australia four, Mexico five, Hong Kong six, Great Britain seven, New Zealand eight. Um, so those would be, as of right now, those are the seeds, but Great Britain still plays Mexico, uh, Norway plays the U.S., so there's, there's quite a few men's games left. So we'll see how the, uh, the bottom half of the uh, bracket comes out. Um, but tomorrow will be the battle for um, who gets first place when it's the men versus uh, Malaysia. Yeah, that's going to be such a... Oh, man. The first place shooting, I should say. <laughs> that's going to be such a great game. Um, oh, my just, God. It's going to be great. Yeah, just revenge from last year. And then talking about, like, seeding and talking about placements and just setting the tone for bracket play. But, um, yeah, uh, man, it, it's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, because last year, last year, the men struggled with Canada. That was a super close game, and I believe they lost to Malaysia. And then uh, last year, I believe the women also lost to Australia. So hopefully these are the revenge games this year and they go in as the number one seeds and, you know, have good play, good games uh, to follow for the brackets. Yeah, man. I mean, shoot, I like it's it's really hard to uh, contain the fanboy uh, excitement within me. But um, considering that, like, this is just round robin uh, for the most part. We're going to get into bracket really soon. Um, I do want to kind of keep this somewhat short, even though we're kind of past the hour mark. But uh, before <laughs> I do that, I know man, it, it's it's hard, dude. Like we, we could talk for hours just about what just happened. But uh, what 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 final thoughts do you have going into uh, tomorrow? Oh man, well, I'm super excited. I'm also fanboying, not gonna lie, and Jen's been fangirling. <sighs> Um, we've been having a blast out here with the team, and uh, I uh, two two notes that are very important to our this past year, I should say. And uh, I know you've talked about you know what's this the year of? Well, for us, I think it's the year of banana bread and white claw. And oh, I no. bought, I brought <laughs> yes, this is how we're ending it. This is how we're ending it. I brought Paige Peterson two loaves of banana bread to Cancun. And her and the finesse girls have been eating it. Well, she only shared one of them. She kept the other to herself. And also, Jen Woodley and I um, found Mexican White Claw. And I also brought that to the ladies. Wait. What? <laughs> Mex Mexican White Claw? Mexican White Claw. It's, it's, they had mango and lemon lime. It was called Canjila. C-A-N-I-J-I-L-L-A. Mango piscato and it's in this cool can it's five percent alcohol and like it has like the day of the dead skulls and i found it and i brought all of the girls uh on finesse <laughs> a whole bunch of white claws and i'm like here you go and they liked them brenda did not drink hers because she is she's playing she, dodgeball i hope like <laughs> she is she said no no i want to stay i don't want to drink some of the other girls like ashley she had a she had a drink you know, with, uh, you know, while she was out by the beach one day, I get it. You know, you, you, after a long day of dodgeball, you want to drink. It's cool. Um, but Brenda has been very strict and I respect that so much. Um, but yeah, I brought them Mexican white claw and it's pretty hilarious. Tom, I, 
<laughs> okay, so I, I don't want to sound like a creepy old dad or whatever, but like I've been watching some of these stories on Instagram and I'm I'm literally checking for alcohol. Like, okay, I saw I saw sorry Ashley, I saw you on the beach. I was like, I don't see White Claw or alcohol good. Like, you should be focused on winning. Like, you should be meditating right now. Like, Dom, how dare you, man? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you sabotage Team USA like that? I'm not sabotaging anybody. The oh, other man. And I will tell you, like, the, the venue, this is, I'm going to probably get in trouble for this one. But, you know, there has been drinking at the venue. It oh, wasn't no. me. I'm not going to say who. It was not a player. It was not a player. It was not a player. But uh, a spectator has been uh, had a little drink, a little goose. So, but it, it's been fun. It's been it's been a blast. It's been a blast hanging out with all of these players and watching these phenomenal athletes. And you know, next year is going to be even bigger and better. And you know, a uh, fun little thing. I'm actually going to come play cloth next year because I'm going to try and try out for the USA team if I'm ever going to make it. I'm gonna make it for the try and make it for the team that no one wants to try out for because they all hate cloth. And I'm like, hey, give me a chance. I got a chance. There's hope for me. If I'm gonna do it, it's gonna be the first year, and I'm gonna try. Well, yes, it's good to have a goal. Continue to try for that. Um, train and and get insanely good. Get 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 crazy, right? Yeah. Get get motivated. Get hype. And, but uh, and, le- and let me tell you, speaking of training, these guys. When they're 1v1, they're gassed. And I know these guys have been trained and have been exercising. But, like, watching Mikey and Andrew and Eli and these 1v1s, they're, like, out of breath. And I know they're running. I know they're oh, yeah. training. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, boy, I'm in for a year if I want to attempt to make this. Yeah, if Mikey, McGee, and Eli Hashimoto are gassed, uh <laughs> And if you're, if you're over 30, yeah, you, you got some work to do. <laughs> and I'm not talking to you specifically. I'm just saying, like, for, for those of us that are, you know, over 30 and still trying to keep up with these young kids, if, oh, yeah. if they're gassed, then, yeah, you, you better start working. Oh, yeah. You better, you better start working out like last week. Like, it, it's, yeah. 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 Brett, Brett, did a, uh, <laughs> Brett was doing a timing drill today. And the, the Eli and Jeff were at, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, two or three seconds to the line and uh the older guys were at like mm, four or five seconds or something oh like that i might be off on my timing i hope I so because be off on my timing. yeah because because four seconds is uh... i want to say maybe it's like 3.5 all right so then maybe it's like 3.5 i know there's a there's a 0.5 somewhere so i want to say maybe they, the guys were at 3.5 and eli and jeff were at like two seconds like they were hauling butt and uh, we were talking how Malaysia is just so fast and there he's, he couldn't figure out how they're so fast and how they get there so quickly. Oh, the other note I wanted to know was uh, Malaysia doesn't, some of their players don't use knee pads. So uh, I don't know if you really expand your market to Malaysia, but some of them, cause they said they don't play on their knees. And I thought that was fantastically inter- interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's uh I mean, yeah, Ball State one day will have its own podcast or we'll, we'll talk about like <laughs> stuff on a Ball State front. But like, I remember the last time I didn't play with, with knee pads and that was 2007. And uh, never again will I not play with knee pads. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Like that was, that was a bad day. But um, 
I mean, and that's, that's, that's the beauty about like, like this whole thing is like e- each country has their own style of play. Each player or each country has like their own specific player dynamics and their personalities and whatever. And, um, I really hope that, uh, that team USA is not drinking, uh, Dom and they're, they're, <laughs> they're well rested and ready to come out swinging tomorrow because Listen, if, I didn't get him drunk. Okay. I'll, I'll just say if I was the coach, um, it, it would be different. <laughs> like I, I would, I would have, uh, uh, yeah, okay. let's do that. But also, this, this but, was day one. I mean, to to each their own. But but also, I will say, I, I want to shout out your banana bread because I don't know if I did this during the elite recap. Your banana bread is delicious, man. Like your your baking skills are freaking on point. So <laughs> I'll, I'll at least give you that. Like at least you're giving them carbs, right? You're you're, you're carb loading them. So, but um. Yes. Well, I guess if uh, if you're still listening, um, thank you so much for tuning in. We're we're trying our best to be like as on on the on the on the clock as possible with with all that's going on. But uh, Dom, we will be hearing from you and potentially Jen for the recap, right? In a couple of days. Yeah, I don't know about Jen. She she might be a little, you know, worried about talking about all of this excitement. But I think she'll be on. I think we'll get her on. All right. Well, we'll we'll do our best to. Uh, to but I'll be- definitely be there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do our best to pick up from where we left off. But uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and end this segment here. All right. So that was a uh, more or less like as best you can do recap of the last few days with the uh, World's Dodgeball Championship that's been going on in Cancun, Mexico. And thank you so much, Dom, for hopping on, being willing to talk about it with me. And uh, my goodness, um, I know we've only barely covered a fraction of what's going on out there. But um, if you're watching some amazing plays happening, please continue to share the uh, the Twitch streams. Um, it's it's incredible that uh, dodgeball is the number one trending sport on Twitch, and this is exactly uh, what we need to to make sure that dodgeball actually gets out there. Um, as far as the podcast is concerned, I'm going to do my best to see if I can keep up. Um, we weren't really planning on doing a interim episode of the world's recap, but, um, here we are. So, um, hopefully you enjoyed it and, um, we'll see if we can do a, or as good of a job for, for recaps, um, in the next couple of days. So if you're still listening, have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Throws the second one, eludes the shot, and drops it. Kramer finishes it off.